0: Hang on, I should open this before we talk.
1: Yeah, hang on. Yep. I got I'm with you. Wait a minute. There we go. <laughs> All right, cheers. <sighs> Fucking drinking before your podcast. There's a way to go. To the watch list with patty and bill you can check out all of our back episodes by logging on to the watchlistpod.com also please subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts engage with us on social media at symbol pirate alice at symbol bill ivory larson at symbol the watchlist pod and if you happen to listen to us on apple please give us a five-star review to appease the algorithm gods we'd appreciate it i have to give a very special <coughs> show oh my god and, yeah, right there?
0: i got a bit of a cold going on, so... Oh,
1: no, not you, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, me, too. Oh, that sucks. I swear to God, everybody I know now has cold variant. Not COVID, but just cold variant. And it and be careful. Get your drugs soon, because it, it might hunker down and, and live in your lungs like it did with me for a few weeks.
0: Yeah, and Dwight brought this back from... Antigua the day after we got back he was coughing and sniffling and and for the past like all last week I was fine and then earlier this week Wednesday night Thursday is when it all started to get to me oh no and his brother has it too I heard his brother coughing Earlier oh, today. that's
1: not good. So <laughs> Dwight is basically patient zero is what you're saying.
0: In this house, yes, he has become patient zero in this house.
1: Well, I hope Dwight feels better because we need his three-word movie reviews. Right? Like He's uh, yeah, yeah, it's just okay. kind
0: of a little coffee sniffly a bit.
1: Like, meh, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I hope he gets better, and I hope you feel better soon, too. I also have Thanks. to give a very, very, very special shout out. I mm-hmm. reconnected with a with a very dear friend of mine, David D, and I have known this guy for oh my Christ, uh thirty-two years now. Ew. Damn. Man, yeah. We like when I broke into the movie business days, I worked with him mm-hmm. at at one of the movie studios and um It's just nice because he he found our podcast and, and he listens to it. And I just wanted to say, David, it's so good to reconnect with you, man. Thank you. And thank you for listening. It's awesome. Oh, man. So now that I'm better, you're getting sick. This is great. And we live nowhere near each other right now.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Well, boo. Well... You have tons of streaming choices to pick from. As
0: I As I'm sure you did. I do.
1: I have three things this week. One, bleh. One, okay. And then one, super good.
0: Okay. I have four things. One, uh, it's very long, but what the hell? The second is... Only like two ish hours, but and was pretty good. The third one was kinda you know what you're gonna get, and the last one was like, "Holy crap, that was good.
1: All right, let's keep it short for the people, okay, all right, people. We're only gonna give you a three point five hour podcast this week. No, I'm kidding, All right, go on all right, so you go first, <laughs> let's keep it quick, let's peppy and snappy all
0: right i'll I'll start with the one that's like you know what you're gonna get. Okay. uh it was Halloween. I was looking for something kind of scary to watch. And on uh, Vicky, I looked for some Korean horror movies because sometimes those are pretty damn good. And I found one. It's called The Divine Fury. It's mm-hmm. about... It tells the story of this guy who his dad dies when he's young and he becomes a martial arts champion but he gets these powers to fight against demons.
1: Oh, so almost like yeah. a like a male Buffy. Uh,
0: he's more like a male exorcist. Oh, okay. Which exorcists are male, but yeah, it's like the he becomes like an exorcist with his stigmata on one hand. Um he he had pr- like gone to the church with the priest and when he was a kid and prayed and prayed to have God save his dad, and the priest was like, yeah, it's going to happen, and then his dad died, and that's when he decided he hated God and the church and everything, and ran off to become this big martial arts champion, a big MMA fighter, very successful, and then Suddenly, when he's flying home from the States in a big bout, his hand, like, weirdly starts to bleed after some crazy dream, and that's when he ends up with these powers to, like, just... If somebody's possessed, he just touches their head, and their whole head catches on fire. And, yeah, it's kind of like an exorcist movie, but this guy's got magical power, or divine powers now. Okay. Divine powers from God to fight demons and you see the demons taking over people and yeah you know what you're gonna get it's kind of goofy it's kind of it was fun it wasn't like creepy scary though but it was it was a fun watch i would say go ahead and watch it the divine fury i found it on vicky but i i feel like it's got to be somewhere out there because it's not that old it's only from 2019 so you should be able to find it
1: somewhere else yeah Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. the keeping sort of with the spooky theme, uh-huh. at least for the first one. So I watched. Uh, we watched the first couple of episodes of The Watcher. You
0: haven't seen? Oh, The Watcher, not The, the Watcher. Witcher. Pardon not me, the Witcher. wrong movie in my
1: head. No, although we did rewatch episodes of The Witcher. You know, because of the news of Henry Cavill and all that other sort of stuff. But no, this uh-huh. is The Watcher. And okay. the watcher stars Naomi Watson, Bobby Cannavale, and Jennifer Coolidge um, in a story about a family. It's actually a true story.
0: Uh-huh. And it actually this took the place it,
1: yeah and, and it took place in uh, New Jersey actually, where a family moves into what is their dream home only to be plagued by very ominous letters and weird neighbors and threats and all this sort of sort of other stuff. And the premise is intriguing enough, almost like an Amityville horror, but you, the Amityville horror is actually like, you know, horror shit, spiritual blah. Here, the family starts receiving letters in their mailbox that somebody is actually watching them. And they are a former caretaker of the property that they now live in, and they're watching them. And blah 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 at the same time all these neighbors are watching them and it's creepy as fuck however it's boring so what Laura and I did was we stopped after episode 2 uh-huh. and and we looked up the ending of the actual story not mm-hmm. the ending of this mini series but the ending of the actual story like
0: the true ending of what the hell happened for the true
1: room. ending of what the hell happened and here comes a spoiler alert, people. Okay, get ready. In three, two, one. It didn't end. The the nobody knows what the f- where the fuck these letters came from. Nobody. It, it, the family ended up selling the house for four hundred thousand dollars less than they paid for it. Oh shit! Just, just to get the fuck out. And and. But this this TV show was meandering so much trying to build suspense and then drop something on you that's creepy and get you to watch the next one. But we were bored. And we yeah, were like, why the fuck? Yeah, kind of anticlimactic, fu-? huh? Yeah, but why the fuck huh. are we going to watch this if you don't find out who this watcher is? Now, I would
0: hope that the series would give you some sort of closure.
1: And I, And it does, kind of. As I as I found out through reading, but we didn't stick with the Watcher, just because we didn't want to go through all of that for what seemed to be a slog fest. Plus, you know, some animals die in the thing. I don't need to see that. Right, And, and I don't need to see that either because all of that just, you know, they wanted to lend to the creepy, but it just adds to the okay. Why'd you do that? So anyway, if, if you're into that kind of stuff and you've enjoyed The Watcher, good for you. You're a better person than I am because I sure as fuck didn't. Uh, the Watcher, it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah. That's the that's the bleh thing that I
0: watched this week. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next one we watched uh, was just before we started recording, so I didn't quite catch the end. It is 116 minutes long. Uh, is a movie on Netflix called Jogi. This is an Indian film and it takes place in 1984 during the anti-Sikh riots in Delhi. Uh, this happened right after the assassination of Prime Minister Indira Gandhi by her bodyguards, who were also Sikh. She- Sikh,
1: yeah.
0: Sikh, pardon me. And, uh,. So, it's a regular morning, and Jogi, who's a traditional working class uh, Sikh, his family of three generations, they're all just doing their usual morning stuff, kids getting ready for school, brothers going to work and all that, and uh, by the time his he and his dad are on the bus to work, the news that uh, Indira Gandhi was assassinated by her bodyguards that morning has spread, and... They get on the bus and there's like hardly anybody on the bus. They are the only Sikhs on the bus. And of course the other men decide to kick them off the bus, you know, beat them up and kick them off because now they're all against all the Sikhs because Gandhi was murdered by them. So now all these mobs are running through the streets, pulling, you know, destroying businesses and murdering people and he and his he's trying to get his whole family out of uh Delhi to safety and there's like 3 3 days they have to survive before the military will get to their city, to Delhi to stop all this shit and it the mm. police are behind these murders and stuff it's just awful it is absolutely awful what's happening to these people so yeah, I have no idea what's happened at the end because we turn it off to record, but it's pretty good. It's really good. It's a, a They called it a thriller. The description on Netflix doesn't even tell you what it's about. It just says it's a thriller. And I'm like, okay, it's a thriller. Let's watch this, I suppose. Dwight wanted to see it, so we started watching it, and yeah, it's this is something. Yeah.
1: Wow, cool.
0: Teaches me some history of uh, stuff happening in India that I know nothing about.
1: Wow! Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, okay. Um, yeah,
0: it's a downer, but it, it's it's a it's good. It's a it's a good.
1: Well, that's good.
0: Thriller kind of movie. Okay.
1: Well, as they say in the news world, switching gears, uh, the brand new, brand spanking new, hot off of the presses, uh, show on Netflix blockbuster. Ah. Um. It actually dropped yesterday. Uh, well, we record this on Friday, so we're recording this on November the 4th. It dropped yesterday, November the 3rd. So still, when you guys are all hearing this, it's less than a week old. And it's a it's a comedy um, written by and created by uh, one of the people who worked on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's a story about a... a Kind of like a, a sheepish dude, a good dude named Timmy Yoon. And he operates what becomes the last blockbuster video in the United States. And uh, because at the beginning of the first episode, his corporate office calls and says, guess what? They closed all the rest of the stores. You are the last one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's what he and his staff does to, you know, keep the store afloat. And And the TV show... Also stars Melissa Fumero, who was also on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, the comedian J.B. Smoove, uh, and a few other people. And I and I have to say, my first impression of it, my first impression was, this is pretty, pretty stale, in terms mm-hmm. of comedy. But it it brings back, just like a blockbuster does, such nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> Because I worked in a Blockbuster video. I worked in two Blockbuster videos in my life. One on North and... um, Is it Clark and North? And then the other one was over by... um, Oh, what's that big-ass high school? Uh, uh, Fucking hell, I forgot. But way on the North side. I loved working at Blockbuster Video. I really did. And watching this show... That's what drew me to this show... Now, some of the jokes, it tries to be as as kind of cool, funny as Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But I think it drops the ball a little bit in that regard because it's new and it's not a network show. They're trying to get a lot in in a few yeah. episodes. but And it's kind of like Superstore and all that other sort of, that's the ilk of this show. But I got to say, I, I kept watching it. I, I liked it as much as I liked Grand Crew I liked it as much as I liked American Auto that that line of shows it is a it is a kind of guilty pleasure for me I, I can't deny that. Now a lot of people are probably going to think ah this this comedy is just kind of bleh, and it is kind of blah. It's you know you take the nostalgia out of it and you have a very basic comedy but, the 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 actors are completely charming in this and they they really keep it going although you can tell that they actually built a set on some lot for this just mm. if if you uh, the actual last blockbuster video is in Bend Oregon by the way mm. and and um this one you can kind of tell is on fictitious street <laughs> But if you have a nostalgic bone in your body and you remember what it was like to go to a Blockbuster video and sit and talk with the people about movies all day or go and walk the aisles for an hour trying to find something to rent rather than stream, you know, this show isn't half bad. All right. It's charming. It is on Netflix. It is called Blockbuster.
0: Oh. So original. All right. So the next thing I have is also an Indian film. This is titled RRR, but I have no idea if that's pronounced as a word or you say the initials, because otherwise okay. it's rrr. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, this one is 182 minutes long. Shit. It it's is three really... hours and
1: two minutes? Yeah,
0: it's three hours. It's an epic action drama they say mm. and it takes place in the 1920s and it's following around two real life indian revolutionaries aluri sitarama raju and kamaram beam now these two guys as far as they know never really knew each other but in the movie they've become friends and they're they're essentially rising up against the British regime and the tyrannical administrator and his sadistic wife. Uh, the administrator and his wife are in the forest and they abduct a little girl. And so beam, he is the lead, the guardian of his tribe there. He goes to go and in, into Delhi to save her. And, and, the other guy, Raj, he ha- and his family are attacked by the the evil Buxton guy. And so he makes it his, his, his life oath to get all the guns from the British so that we can fight back. The Indians can fight back. And so he infiltrates, as he grows up, because he was a little kid when that happened, as he grows up, he infiltrates the British military, pretending to be, like, he's loyal to them, so that he can steal the guns to give to his people to fight back. Now, the story seems pretty straightforward, but in Bollywood fashion, it is, like, like... uh exploded with craziness and songs, and <laughs> there's a scene that Dwight's like, Oh my God, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch this scene. You gotta watch this. This is better than when the Avengers leap off that car. And I'm like, Avengers leap off a car. Okay, whatever. And it, it's ridiculous. The, the, uh, Beam is at the big estate of that British guy to save the girl. And he's got a truckload of like animals, lions and tigers and cheetahs and bears. Oh, like there are actual bears and they open the gates, uh, all the cages and these animals just leap out and start tearing people apart. And if you see in the background, people are just randomly running. I don't know where these people are running to or from, but they're all running. Nothing is chasing them. <laughs> they're just running. And it it was crazy, it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> like Where is the this guys movie got s- it's on Netflix, and it, it's like the guy got superhuman powers. and it was it be beca- it, it was a lot of fun actually to watch with all the crazy shit they're doing in this movie and the songs and the dancing. Oh my god, it was it, it's called r r r. It's on Netflix. It uh, was supposed to open um, back in, like, 2021. Oh, it was formally announced in 2018 that it was beginning to film. And then it was supposed to open, but COVID. And it's finally out now. And it's on Netflix for us to watch. And really, it's, it's three hours long. But it doesn't feel like it. Right away until I was trying to tell you about it. And then I was like, oh, my God, this movie's three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> but it, okay. it's, it is kind of fun. It's kind of fun to watch if you got three hours to kill. It was fun. Nice. It was fun. It's goofy. It's silly. Definitely worth it. Wa- it was very entertaining. Definitely worth watching.
1: Well, the last thing I have is also on Netflix.
0: Oh, really?
1: Oh, yeah. Netflix, the subscription came through. Um, This one is called Inside Man. And it actually dropped September 26th. And it is uh, developed and written by Stephen Moffat of Doctor Who. And it stars Stanley Tucci and David Tennant.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And uh, Stanley Tucci plays a prisoner on death row who just happens to be a brilliant crime solver. And he is pulled into the case of a woman trapped in a cellar in England. Now, Stanley Tucci is in the United States, Mm -hmm. but through a reporter who just happened to meet previously the woman who is missing, which is how they're all connected, because she also wants to do a story on Stanley Tucci and why he killed his wife. They are now on this journey to solve this crime, and David Tennant plays the vicar of his community who is embroiled in this mystery. I can't say more. It'll give it away. But I got to tell you, that is some good shit. It, you know, it's actually only four episodes and or at least four episodes now because it says episode two, September 27th, episode three, October 3rd, uh, September episode four, October 4th. So, yeah, maybe it is only four episodes. But I got to tell you, Inside Man on Netflix, really, really good. Like if you have Netflix already, you should you should watch this. If you like, you know, thrillers and crime and you know, just a good drama. It's not as good as his drama Broadchurch, which I recommend anybody watch any time of, of day. Yeah, Broadchurch is the, yeah. Broad the first season of Broadchurch. The first season of Broadchurch is a reason to get Netflix. When you already have Netflix, Check out Inside Man. It's the best thing we watched all week. Had us from the had us from Go.
0: All right. All right. So my last thing is Weird. The Al Yankovic story. We started
1: watching that. I can't wait to hear what you think.
0: Oh my god. This. So I went into this thinking it was like the real weird Al story.
1: Like a straight but up biopic. He tells biopic. you,
0: yeah, straight up biopic. But he tells you in his introduction to it. And by the way, this is on the Roku channel. Yeah. Not not just if you have a Roku, but anybody who's got like the Roku channel, I that came on my TV. I don't have a Roku, but I have the Roku channel, so I can watch stuff through that. Anyway, he tells you at the introduction that it's totally the true story. Of Weird Al and his life, and I was like, okay, so this isn't really true. Okay, and it right and the wackiness ensues because you know it's it's Weird Al. Uh, what I loved about this is he has he talks about Dr. Demento, and Rain Wilson is Dr. Demento. You got Lynn Manuel Miranda's in this. Uh, Jack Black has a role in this. Uh, oh my God. Will Forte, Pat Oswalt. There are so many big names in this. And then they, you know, they mentioned people like, like, hey, I'm Oprah. And it's totally not Oprah. <laughs> it's somebody else. And and Madonna is played by Evan Rachel Wood. This thing is crazy. It is just fucking nuts. And I I loved every minute of it. <laughs> You have to see this. You you have to. It's it's free. You don't even have to pay for the Roku channel. It's not a it's not a paid thing. You just watch it. It's great. Yes, there are commercials.
1: And Gene, this is where I disagree with you wholeheartedly. You
0: didn't like this at all? Oh my god, I love this. This was so goofy. I loved it. I loved how goofy it is. You know, a Daniel but, Radcliffe as Weird Al. I mean, come on.
1: I I've got to say. I have seen some bad shit TV in my life. But when we went into it, we were expecting a biopic. Uh Like, we were expecting, you know, okay, Daniel Radcliffe is a really out-of-left-field choice to play Weird Al Yankovic. But when you realize that it is this balls-to-the-wall, just absolutely (laughs) absurd, absurd comedy version of his life... You're like, oh, okay, that's why they got Harry Potter to play Weird Al Yankovic. We were expecting one thing and got another, and we're like, nah, not on board.
0: Oh, see, he told you in that introduction, like he gave you a clue, and I was, it was like, oh, okay, this isn't no. really real, and and we uh, got that, uh-huh.
1: but but just the type of comedy wasn't funny to us. Oh. It it was just like... You mean a just... polka
0: party doesn't make you laugh?
1: No. <laughs>
0: and the cops no, breaking up a polka party?
1: <laughs> what? That
0: was so ridiculous. I was this... like, what the hell is happening here? Oh my God, this is great.
1: And I like parody <laughs> stuff. Like I rewatched recently, not through me searching it out, but it was on... And I watched it because I wanted to to watch it again because he was charming the first time I saw it. Anchorman. Okay. Now Man supposedly is based on a very famous um, TV reporter here at a desk anchor here in Philadelphia, right okay. in the Philadelphia area. But Will, but Will Ferrell takes it to the nth degree, and it becomes a comedy about the news. And other movies that I like of, of that ilk are, and, and I think is a much better film, Dewey Cox, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, starring uh-huh. John C. Riley. If you really want to see a, 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 what I think is a hilarious comedy, watch that movie. This movie was just goofy.
0: It is. It's totally goofy, and it was right up my alley. I love goofy. Uh,
1: and it's usually up my alley, but it more like crawled up my ass. And, and oh. I just, oh,
0: man. I just,
1: nah. So, uh. thumbs down for me.
0: I love it. It's great.
1: So, if you like goofy shit, and, and like Patty said, he tells you right at the front, this is not real. Yep. I would have been far more, though, fascinated because I... Going back to nostalgia again, I used to listen to Dr. Demento every single week.
0: I love Dr. Demento.
1: I love Dr. Demento. When he was playing all the shit that he was playing, that to me was avant garde when I was a kid.
0: Like, wait, great. somebody
1: can make parody songs? And oh my God, it's fucking phenomenal. And I loved and, Weird Al. You know, Weird
0: Al was great.
1: And yes, and Weird Al was, he took it into the stratosphere in terms of his parodies and didn't give a shit and was great. That's why I wanted to see a true straight up biopic. Like or a documentary what made what made Weird Al really do all this shit.
0: What made Weird Al weird? Weird. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: But instead what we got was the movie equivalent of a Weird Al Yankovic song.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we got.
1: So not I. I'm not on board. But if you oh. like goofy ass shit, where people are obviously not Oprah playing Oprah, you go right ahead.
0: I'm trying to figure out who played Oprah. They told me, but I, I've already forgotten. Yeah.
1: But I but I do have to say this. That's probably the reason why it ended up on the Roku channel. Oh,
0: Just no. saying. Oh, Kinta Brunson plays Oprah. Oh, Quinta Brunson? Quinta Brunson, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so and awesome on, on Abbott Elementary.
0: Conan O'Brien plays Andy Warhol. Emo Phillips is Salvador Dali. <laughs> Jack Black plays Wolfman Jack, and The scene is just like, what the fuck is happening here? Oh, my God, it was great. <sighs> it was great. It was great. I loved it.
1: Whatever. <sighs> I love when we disagree on shit. It actually ends uh, it. All right. So not much news this week, uh, but we do have a couple of things of news. Ooh. News. N- news. Okay. I didn't want to make you do that because your voice is cracking. Ah. So apparently in the, in the, in the, let's, let's start with the, we'll, we'll end on a high note. And that actually has a double entendre. Oh. Um, Westworld has been canceled. By HBO after four seasons.
0: Oh, well, I don't care.
1: I don't care either, and I and I hate to say that because Westworld season one was awesome.
0: It was great, and then you didn't and need any more. And a anymore. huge,
1: great twist at the end, and uh, and and like you said, you didn't need any more. I wish to God Hollywood would get on the train of just doing a one season and done thing.
0: Yeah, beginning, middle, end bam, you're done, Bam! don't drag it out. So you could bring out new and cool stuff. Right,
1: all the time. Uh-huh. You could do that all the time. So if NBC or CBS or ABC are listening, because we do trendset.
0: Yes, we do.
1: Just don't block off XYZ time for the remake of fucking Quantum Leap. Sorry, that is going to get canceled. Oh, but no. just say... TBD comedy here. Yeah. And every year you truck out a new comedy and you try it out. And if it's successful, hey, come back next year. We're gonna have something completely new for you. That's how you compete with fucking streaming. Yeah. But instead they try to to, to just extend the life of something that really only was a one possibly two and done thing. But yeah, Westworld is done. Sorry if you've invested a lot of your life into it. All you really need to do is watch season one and you're good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sandman is getting a second season, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: and that could fall into that thing. I mean,
0: eh. it could. Well, apparently enough people wanted it that they're going to give it a second season. Because uh, according to Neil Gaiman, they didn't know if they were getting a second season. And this week, he announced, it's happening.
1: Well, that's because all the comic book nerds, of, and I yeah. fit myself into that ilk, all the because I may not like comic books, but I love sci-fi, mm-hmm. I love action, you know. I fit myself into that stew.
0: Yeah.
1: Comic book nerds wanted it, they're going to answer it. hmm So, all right. Cool. But again... Stretching the
0: stretching I it feel, a little thing. Well, uh, there's plenty of of comics to go through for that, so they have content to use. Um, mm. I just I don't know. But uh, Sam was not impressed by it at all.
1: As and I think I said, I really wasn't either. But anyway, now the last thing that we have. So Italian police apparently seized 120 grams of coke from the set of uh, Denzel Washington's Equalizer 3 after the caterer died of an overdose.
0: <laughs> well, who's, who had that Coke? Whose Coke was it? Um, That's what I want to know.
1: That would be a good true crime thing. Like, who on the set? And they actually do call it a caterer. Like, you know, so who was providing drugs to whom Yeah. on a Denzel Washington movie set? That's kind of fucked mm. up. And then I right. texted you and Dave. Shout out to Dave. What's up, Dave? Um, was texting like, oh, I guess that's method acting. Ooh, <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Uh, Netflix is, has rolled out its ad-based plan, if you didn't know that. Mm, I that did not know week, week, I I that because I paid for it. Yeah, yeah. If you're already paying for it, you're fine. But if you want Netflix and you don't already have it, Uh, their ad-based version hit this week.
1: But, see, when we're watching a show like, and I'll say this and I'll wrap it up, because I do want to keep the episode short for the people. It's Mm -hmm. all about the people. But if we're watching a show like Inside Man, that actually does look like it has breaks for what would be commercials, sometimes I'm just so into it that I don't want a commercial.
0: Oh, I get you. Yeah. There's plenty of that, too. Yeah.
1: So, and and we went straight to streaming tonight because we are finally fucking into the last fucking weekend of this election cycle.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so over it. Yeah.
1: and, And when we had two TVs going last night to watch... Both Philadelphia major sports teams, the Eagles, yeah, go Birds, E A G L E S, Eagles, Eagles <laughs> go eight and zero against uh, the going against that Houston team, and then we had the Phillies, go Phils, um, going against the Houston Astros. I had two TVs going, but you could watch the Eagles game on a um, an affiliate station rather than going to. Amazon Prime. I chose Amazon Prime because I didn't get political commercials.
0: Ah, good to know. Yeah.
1: And I was so happy that that the World Series was such a major sporting event that even though it was on Fox TV, no political person could afford it and there oh, were wow. no political ads. Great. Well, Netflix like,
0: with ads is 6.99 a month. If you want Netflix and you That's just substantially been, cheaper. Yeah, if you haven't been wanting to pay for Netflix, the full out Netflix, it's six ninety nine a month, and that started on November the third. Basic with ads plan.
1: So here's what I want to know. I want somebody to contact us, hit us up on uh, social media, at symbol the at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol the watchless bod. Or hit the contact us button when you go to the thewatchlistpod.com. Did you sign up for ad-based Netflix? Or would you? And if you, well, I want somebody who did.
0: I mean, because but, I want uh, If to, they didn't have it, now that they know that it's alive and available, will they? W-
1: okay, yeah. Okay, would you? And two, if you did, how does it break up a movie? Yeah like if you're watching a Netflix movie and you know Netflix is also a a repository for movies that have already been out in theaters uh-huh. as opposed to its own made for Netflix kind of movie like the extractor and stuff like that what does that look like does it do what like um oh what's that channel like IFC has commercials IFC as a station has commercials, but they don't edit the film. They will show it beginning to end, but they take a break and and do all that. And I'm imagining it's kind of like that. Mm -hmm. But would you want that just to save a buck? Let us know. Hit us up. Mm. Anyway. All right. That's all I got today.
0: That's all I got, too.
1: All right. Well, I hope you feel better.
0: I hope so, too, because, yeah. I'm I've managed yeah. to dodge sickness for a really long time.
1: I think it's going to be
0: and it got me. It finally got me. I think it's going to
1: Well, I think it's also a part of our travel reality these days. You know, I go to Dallas, I come back with COVID. You go to Antigua and you come back sick. And I don't well, I Dwight think came that came might be came back sick. I came back well, just Dwight. fine. Oh my god. St- whatever. <laughs> That, that's gives, y'all problems. Yeah. That is y'all's problem. I am C. That is an A and B conversation.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Any, uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> but, but it could be airports. It could be however you travel. You know, it is what it is. So wh- if you believe in it, great. If you don't, even better. That's why I'm a proponent of choice. But if you so choose to choose to believe in science, go get a flu vaccine, go get your booster shot for covid or even just go get a covid shot. I I know you do. I got
0: my booster. I got my flu shot. I got everything.
1: Uh, Well, then the common cold wins again and it's the perfect (laughs) Uh, virus. Yep, it is. Okay, it's the perfect thing that
0: just kicked me in the ass.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, I hope you feel better. Thank you. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. We will watch more crap for you. Oh my God, my Chicago came out there. Crap.
0: More crap. We'll watch for more ya. crap
1: for you. We'll watch more crap for you. <laughs> and uh, say hi to your ma. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, ma. And you, got, and you got. I need a brat. Give me a brat.
0: Ma, do you have a oh bag? Oh, got it.
1: Oh my God, a (laughs) broth would be so good right now. Fucking. Okay, I'm done. Anyway, you guys have a great, great week, and we will talk to you next time. All right. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.